0: What is up guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Being Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. Welcome back to Just Being Real, a pastor family perspective. Man, we are so glad that you are with us today. Um, we we got uh, probably a, a little bit more of a, a getting real kind of topic uh, we want to talk to you a little bit today with, but I want to just kind of maybe update you on uh, where we're at and what is going on with, uh, with the podcast and everything. We are, um, this is our first, Fifth, sixth, sixth is our sixth podcast. Mm-hmm. We have uh, little, just right around three hundred downloads. Yeah, um, and uh, so that's that's kind of exciting for us. It is. Um, so you do the math there of six and the, the three hundred, whatever. So, I uh, work from West Virginia. I can't do that. I have to take off the shoe. 50. 50. Fifty. man. It is so good <laughs> to be with you, though. Um, we want to talk to you just a little bit today uh, in this podcast, and in regards to. Just hurts, um, hurts that you encounter in ministry, um, some hurts that we have been through, some things that have been said about maybe us and uh, how we responded to that uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thank you. Yes. Why, why'd you look at me when you said ugly? I was, okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we, uh, but first off, we just kind of want to thank you for coming and being a part of this yeah. podcast. And uh, It's a great ta- way
1: for us to connect with you guys even yeah. more and for you to hear our hearts because yeah. sometimes you don't get to hear our hearts um, in the one hour that we have with our congregation. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there's been other churches that we spent longer times with in years that um, they've got to know us a little more. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is just an easy way for us to try to put some things out there to kind of Relate Mm -hmm. and connect, and just so you can see our hearts.
0: Amen, amen. Well, one of those ways, uh, of course, is you can go to iTunes and uh, check us out. Just being real, Mm -hmm. uh, pastor family perspective. Look that up, and then of course subscribe uh, to that.
1: We're on Facebook. We're on Mm -hmm. Instagram. We're on Twitter.
0: Yep. Um, And we're you can download us on Spotify, and of course also uh, uh, SoundCloud uh, as well. If you're not familiar with that. So uh, there's a lot of different methods out there. Hey, the thing we'd love to, to hear from, we'd like, love to hear from you, uh, maybe some ideas about some uh, upcoming podcasts uh, that you would like uh, yeah, for us to Yeah, that would be do. really good. I think yeah. we'd
1: get some really good input from the church congregation Right
0: now, now let's just be a little bit more. We we want to be careful. Don't don't send us requests uh, that doesn't have anything to do with like pastors and just being real. Like, don't don't ask us to do research on if if Bigfoot's real or you know something like that. Or oh,
1: I can tell you it is. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why I said it. I yeah, do. yeah. And... No,
1: that's another story yeah. for another day. Yeah,
0: we'll oh we'll share that one. Yeah. Later. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you I could tell joking? you joking. Yeah. I wish I could tell you that we do not have a story about Bigfoot being in yeah. the church, but we do. Yeah, so we do. <laughs> okay, so I digress. Maybe All right. Well, we want to get uh started in on this podcast today. And uh let me just uh kind of open it up with this understanding I'll preface everything. Uh you always know it's gonna be a good one when you gotta preface mm-hmm. it. When you gotta say, okay, I gotta set this thing set up. Set
1: them tone. Yeah, I
0: gotta set it up. So that you so that you know, then then I can open up yeah. and, and just let you guys know what's going on. Um first and foremost, we are gonna try very hard, right, Shelley? Yes. We're Yeah. To try very hard not to mention names. Right. No, I won't. Of churches.
1: Right. No. We got
0: called out by our son.
1: Yeah, we did. <laughs> from well, the last that was podcast. Our kids. I can stuck I can say things about my kids. Yeah. But no, anything that we talk about here, we're not going to mention churches, and we're not going to mention people. You know, we want to keep it personal and private in those realms. Yeah. And we don't want to, you know, do we have hurt feelings? Of course we do. But grudges, we're not holding. No. We don't. No, we, not at all. we have to move on. Mm-hmm. We cannot allow the enemy to have a foothold right. in that area in our life. And we have learned really quick in ministry that the enemy will get a foothold. And right. I think we talked about that in previous um, podcasts, you know, where, you know, we've heard other pastors and their wives and their hearts talk about the hurts mm-hmm. and how bitter they were and how, you know, just, it was sad, it was sad. Yeah. And we, we said from the very beginning, we are not going to be like that. And does it take time? Absolutely. And sometimes it takes leaving a church for us to heal. And that's okay too. Yeah. God works in different ways for you to heal, Mm. and we've learned that too. But do we hold grudges? No, we don't. The things that we have hurt with, we've let go, and Mm -hmm. we just let God heal.
0: Yeah, you you said something interesting there. You said how how we've sometimes we've had to move Mm -hmm. in order to start the healing process, and and one of the things you and you and I've talked. Uh, uh very intensively about this is one of the things we've tried hard not to do is take what what we encountered and what we dealt with in a negative sense that was tough yeah at that church taking it with us to the next church right. Because uh, it's not fair to them, right? And really, it's not fair to the the the, the encounters that we mm. had before that, yeah. right? And so, but it, you know, in, in, in just but it
1: also gives the enemy a foothold,
0: right? Right. We so don't just, want that. So just adding to what you were saying, then, is that we what we're going to share today. Uh, trust me, uh, when I say this, we um, there is no um, ill feelings. Towards mm-hmm. anybody, no. um, we mm-hmm. understand life and, and and ministry and people, and and you know so circumstances. I, I'll just say this: we trust that that those individuals that we've encountered and dealt with uh, are not still the same people they were back then. Right. Just as we're not the right. same people, we're not because right.
1: God's worked in our hearts through those situations and helped us. To work through them as right. well, through right. these situations.
0: I learned a long time ago as well, and and, and it's a it's it was a real good thing. I've, I've, I think it's becoming more uh, proficient um, or more uh, efficient in my life today. Uh, is this that you know sometimes um, what people have maybe have said about you or has uh, accused you of or whatever? Ninety five percent of it is just false.
1: Well, it's, it's reacting in the moment. Right.
0: But what they, what, maybe they've, what they've said, like, let me give, I'll give you a quick example. Like if someone, some lady comes up to me and she says, or, or man, whoever, and they come up to me and they say, oh pastor, I, I just don't think you like me. Well, that, that would just, I would kind of like just hurt me. Right. I mean, my th- first thought would be is what have I done mm-hmm. or not done? Right. And, and in all reality, um, it wasn't, 95% of that isn't true what that person said. Right. Uh, that I don't like them.
1: And we've had that happen. Yep, we have. We have. And but
0: but I, I try to find the 5%. What was it some kind of
1: hurt in that there. maybe I did mm-hmm.
0: or that I can acknowledge that caused this person to think this, you know, really kind of outrageous thing about yeah. me? And finding those things you know, sometimes it takes effort and prayer and, it and, does. and, and asking and, working Lord, and
1: building on that relationship Yeah, and trying to improve it. Yeah.
0: So, um, I think what I'd like to do is I'd like to start with, um, I, I, I think there was a, there was a pivotal moment in my life in ministry that I want to share with, uh, you today. Uh, and, uh, Shelley, I know you're, you're w- well aware of it. I, I have, uh, of course I have a, um, uh, I'm ordained in the Nazarene Church as an ordained minister. I was ordained in 04. Um, I received a Bachelor's of Ministry from Nazarene Bible College in '08. Uh, I went to get I went on to get my master's from Mount Vernon Nazarene University in 2010. and, um, and have been teetering with the idea of going on for my doctorate. Um, not sure uh, just yet, but uh, I have teetered on that. Uh, idea to do that. So with that said, um, I, one of the most life changing classes that I have ever taken in the educational process was in my master's. And, uh, the gentleman who taught the class was, uh, Tim Pusey. Uh, Tim is from, um, well at the time, I think he was in Oklahoma or I can't remember where he was. Anyway, and I'm not sure where Tim's at right now. So Tim, if you're listening, shout out to you, brother. Miss you. Um, He taught the class, and I remember this class um, very well. We took what was called the Strength Finders test. Okay, and if some of you may have taken that before, if not, you can go go look that up and whatever. But Strength Finders test, and you kind of it it reveals like your top five strengths. Okay, and and if boy, if I get this right, uh, I'll. I'll, I'll, shout for joy. Uh, here's my top five. I, I think, uh, number one was learner. Number two was, um, uh, command number three was futuristic. Number four was self-assured and number five. Oh, what were you? Okay. I can't remember. Anyway. See. Top four is good. Yeah. Top four. That's all you're getting. So, um, and, and, and you know, you look at command and self self-assured, and 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 honestly, uh, well, I joke about it. And I say, well, well, "Hello, drill sergeant." Hi. <laughs> My kids <laughs> joke with me when I was as I was raising them. They called me Drill Sergeant Kincaid because that's what they thought. How I, you know I was so mean. But anyway, um, so it, you look at those, and the thing that was so interesting about that, when you looked at all of those those strengths, you started to see the 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 pluses of them. Uh, what was good about it, but you also saw what could be perceived as negative. Not that it was negative, but it can be perceived by individuals. And I remember seeing self-assured in command and the negative, the perception that could be perceived from that was people could perceive you as cocky, as arrogant, as, as you know, kind of a, a know-it-all kind of aspect, uh, you know, those kind of things. And I'm telling you, I remember when that was revealed to me in that class, seriously, I sat there and cried. I started bawling because how many times, Yelly, before that class and and in my ministry, did I come to you and say, oh, "I just this person says I'm arrogant. This person says I'm, you know, I got an email saying I'm, I'm cocky. I'm, you know, a... a Pompous or whatever, no. you know, how many times? I mean, I didn't get a lot of those. Oh, I hope I didn't come across the wrong way. It wasn't, I got no, a lot you had of them.
1: Some. And you always question it. Yes. You were like, okay, this is not me. And I knew that wasn't you.
0: Right. But I even asked you, I said, is this me? And you're like, no. And I was like, well, you got to say that. You're my wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, it was just, it was really awesome to hear you. I remember when you came home from that class and I cried with you. Mm. Because I could see the transformation just happening, um, just it was almost like God spoke to your heart. Yeah, yeah. That it was really good.
0: It changed me, and and how it changed me was it it revealed to me how other people could see me. Mm-hmm. And now that now that I knew that, I took that information and I was like, okay, so in any type of conversation I'm having with somebody and and it's like the Holy Spirit will check me and he'll say, Hey Rod. And I'm like, Oh, I got it. And I'll say to that individual, Hey, I said, look, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about this really am. So I want to make sure you understand I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be coming across as I'm arrogant or, or know it all or anything like that. And I try to tell them that to express to them that I'm, I'm just confident Uh, and I'm self-assured, you know, command and self-assured and, and you know what it is, it's been received so well Mm -hmm. by a lot of people.
1: Well, and you've kind of, you know, stepped back and I think that helped you to really listen to, Mm -hmm. to people, you know, rather than, you know, when you're younger in your younger years, um, anybody that is in a leadership position. Mm-hmm. You know, they come kind of come across as a know-it-all, you know, and they're just trying to, you know, dive in and do the best that they can do. And it comes across as a know-it-all. Right. But I think that class really helped you to step back and take time out to really listen to people too.
0: Right, right. It did for me. And, I, and it just changed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it helped me to look back. Uh, so I guess what I'd say is to the – Couple of churches that I pastored before that class. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Right? Um, because, you know, and I think also it, with age and wisdom mm-hmm. comes the ability to be able to reflect. Yeah. And you're able to look back and go, okay, I probably could have handled that a little differently. Mm-hmm. I probably maybe shouldn't have done that at that moment in time, or I should have done this. And I tell you what—what what I have done is I've learned from trial and error, you know, sure. of, the, of the past. To as I walk into the the future, um, I, you know, what's the old adage? You know, uh, you know, burn me once, shame on you; burn me twice, shame on me, yeah. or something like that, that right? Like um, You know, see, so try not to do the same thing right. again, right? Right, because it really becomes your fault. Learn from your yeah. mistakes. So so I've tried to do that. Um, so with that said, that class was just huge for me. And, and so it was very beneficial. I think the churches that I pastored after that has really got a better pastor when I was there in the church here today uh, because of that class. It was huge. Yeah. It's huge for well, me. Well, and
1: even, you know, talking about taking this class, I know it was part of your master's class, but the one thing I love about the Nazarene Church is that they encourage you to continue your education yeah. or to continue education courses. Yep. You know, it doesn't even have to be putting towards a master's or whatever. Or degree at all. Or yeah. degree at all. Yeah. They just want you to do continuing education classes. And I think that in itself helps you. Mm-hmm. in being a, a good leader, helps you to stay sharp in your mind, yep. you know, that you can learn. And especially when you're getting with other people, you yeah. know, you can learn from just conversation because how often do pastors get with other peers? And you know, pastor in churches. Right, and sharpen, Part. to be able to sharpen themselves. Right. So that's one thing I truly love about the Nazarene Church that they really encourage yeah. that.
0: I would say two things it, to bring out what you just said. Number one is, is that pastors, if you're listening, uh, or if you are not a pastor, but you do have a pastor, um, listen, go encourage him or her or, uh, or pastor. If you're listening, you need a peer group. Mm -hmm. You need that, that, that Proverbs, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron as man sharpens man. You need that. Uh, don't, don't, don't buy into this, um, you know a uh, lone ranger kind of thing or you're you know this is your church you need to pour all your energy into that into that that church listen you need you need accountability
1: especially now oh yeah especially now i mean yeah. we're so um s- somewhat secluded mm-hmm. from people and i think that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast yeah so we can still minister mm-hmm. in other ways but um, yeah if you right now is a perfect time to take a class yeah You know, because you do have somewhat some downtime. And
0: that's the other thing. I mean, don't not just gathering together in a peer group, but also you need you need to continue to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know it all. No. And we I'm I'm telling you, um, even the things I thought I knew back then, (laughs) I've come to understand. I didn't really know it the way I should know it. And so, so yeah, those are, those are some great points. I, I think what I'd like to hear from you, Shelly, maybe you can share, as a pastor's wife, and let's just call it a, pa- a pastor's spouse, okay? Because I, I know we've got maybe some, some Baptist brothers out there that, you know, maybe don't believe in the ordination of women. Of course, we do in the Nazarene Church. And that's a whole other subject. We can, you know, if you'd like to talk about that later, we can do that. But we do. But so, so there are not just pastor's wives. There's pastor's spouses, pastor's mm-hmm. husbands, and so um, from a pastor spouse perspective uh, and and dealing with hurts, you know, um, you know, I know that it's been it was it's been difficult. I've tried to shelter you to a lot of degree uh, from things, but I will say this or I ask you to do this. Share with our, our listeners, um, you know, that perspective of of you seeing your spouse uh, hurting Uh, and, and, and how does that affect you and how does that affect the family?
1: Well, you know, it's, oh man, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. You know, when my husband would come home and he would be hurting over, you know, an email or a phone call or a face to face with somebody, um, it was hard. And I remember multiple times, man, I had to really work through some difficult situations, you know, because we're connected, and when he hurts, I hurt, when I hurt, he hurts. And, you know, it took a lot of prayer, and sometimes it took a lot of time, um, mm-hmm. time and space yeah. between people um, that, you know, just, I wear my heart on my shoulder. You always know mm-hmm. what kind of day I'm having. I can't hide it, and I don't try to hide it. Right. You know, it's not that I'm going to spill all my yuck, mm-hmm. but, you know it's, it's there and, and life happens and, you know, we, we get hurt and, you know, we show it sometimes too, but yeah, it, it's been hard sometimes. It really has, you know, but what, one of the positive things about Rod and I and our relationship is a lot of times when he's down, I'm up. And when I'm down, he's up. yeah So, you know, we always seem to fall that way. And I think that is you know, just a blessing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think the Lord's really helped us in that yeah. to have that, and that's been good too.
0: Yeah, I can probably count on one hand how many times we've both been down.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, now, you know, we've both been up uh, a lot of times, but both being down at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, ministry, yeah, it, it's tough. And I, I think, um, you know, I've always, um, I've always said this. I God's called me to be a pastor. But he called me to be a, a husband and a father first. Yeah. Um, and I've, I tell my congregation this all the time. You hear me. You've heard me say it. Um, you know, it's the, the hierarchy is it's God first, you know, family second, everything else third. Um, you you don't rise above any of that. I mean, you look at my if you were to look at my calendar. Now, I, I probably wouldn't tell the congregants. And when somebody comes up and says, hey, pastor, come meet with you Tuesday evening. And I look at my calendar and I'm like, no, I got to I got to. You know, appointment that night. I don't tell them what the appointment is, right? They don't need to know that. Mm-hmm. It's just no, I can't get it. My, that appointment could be my son's ball game, or was my son's ball game. Yeah, <laughs> we're empty nesters. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, that's just officially happened this week. By the way, that's why we're all excited about it. So I'm sorry, I'm Luke, not... if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> we we miss you. Okay, but anyway, so. Did I say it right? Yeah, you okay. really sounded like Did you I, missed him. <laughs> I mean, it was right here. You wrote, you wrote it down him. for me to read oh, it. Sorry. Oh, man, I miss <laughs> him. So, but anyway, um, so, you know, I'm, I mean, it's God first, family second, everything else third. And, and so, uh, you know, protecting my family uh, from from people that, look, I, I'm. Just, can we just be honest for a moment here? I, I've met some of the most phenomenal, wonderful, God-spirit-filled-led individuals who I just believe when they go to prayer, Jesus, God, just like, Oh, it's you. You know, I mm-hmm. sometimes feel like when I go to prayer, God says now, who are you again? What's your name? I can't remember. It's been a long time, you know? So I, I just, you know, just those people like that, there's been some great people that we have just encountered and are still encountering today,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I've met some in the church that have been some of the most difficult, hurtful. Yeah. And and just can, I, can we just be real
1: seriously? Yeah, is that
0: what this is this called? This is
1: what, this what this They were is. mean. Yeah,
0: they were just mean. I, I mean, I, I had I had a situation one time. Um, I had an individual that just showed up in my office one day, and that's no problem. My doors open, it's fine. Walked right past my secretary, didn't even ask. Just walked straight into my office, sat down, and said, "If you don't turn the music down." On Sunday mornings, I'm leaving the church and got up to walk out. Now, young Rod, okay, young Rod would have, well, I don't know how I would have responded, but I can just tell you how an older Rod responded. I looked at that person and said, excuse me, where are you going? I said, come back down here, come back in here and sit down and we're going to have a conversation about this. And I've learned over the years some of the things, some of these things. One is that really, yes, I'm the pastor and they came to file a complaint, okay? And so they, they, they said, you know, they, they wanted to file a complaint, they wanted me to take care of it and they was going to leave. It really wasn't specifically at me, it was at the church mm-hmm. as a whole. I just get to be the guy that gets to hear all the sure. great complaints You're the about it. Right? So I've learned as I've gotten older, how to, how to, how to sift through that. Okay. Cause, cause there, you know, even though he said, if you don't turn down the music, well, he knows that I'm not running the soundboard. <laughs> so, you know, so I, I've learned those kind of things mm-hmm. in my younger days. I'd have taken that personal. Yeah. I would have.
1: Well, and the fact that you, that was in, you know, the later part of your ministry and yeah. you, you remain calm. Yes. And you, you know, said let's sit down and talk about this, right? Because there's more to this than just mm-hmm. the music, and,
0: and and it was. I'm telling you right now. Fifteen minutes later, after that, during that conversation, fifteen minutes later, we found out the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The root of the problem wasn't the music, right? That's all I'm going to say on that. So, uh, anyway, so you know, those are the kind of things that you kind of deal with in ministry. Um, do you have a situation that just re- you you can recall that? <laughs> that just, um, you know, you learned, you, but you're just being real, um, how, how, how it hurt you?
1: Oh, man, as a pastor's wife, you know.
0: Is there some things you can tell people oh. not to say to the <laughs> pastor's wife?
1: Oh, how long do you have? Okay, well. <laughs> no, no you, know, you know, most people are very gracious. They mm-hmm. really are. There are a handful, um, maybe a little more than a handful, it just kind of mm-hmm. says what they want to say. And sometimes people will say things to the pastor's wife because they want it to get back to the pastor. Yeah. So, and I have learned a long time ago, I am just flat out going to say, you know, if you want that to be told to my husband, then you need to go to him. Right. I'm not doing that. I, I, I just. And re- it stops
0: him from coming back. It does. You know, yeah. it
1: really does. But mm-hmm. there's been a few um, situations where. I'm left speechless, and I stand there, and I'm, I'm like stand there with my mouth hanging open. I know, you know, if a fly comes by, it's going to, you know. <laughs> swallow it. I'm going to swallow it. But there have been a few situations mm-hmm. where I'm just like left there going, oh, my word, I can't believe you just said that to me. I would never, mm-hmm. ever say that to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, I just stand there in awe, wondering why anyone – would say that. And I know, I know it's the enemy. I know. One of the things I struggle mm-hmm. with is my weight. And, man, you know, I still, even to this day.
0: Oh, you're not sharing that story, are you?
1: Well, you told me to be real. Okay,
0: do it. Oh, <laughs> you got to sit back, get your coffee. This is going to be a good story.
1: You know, I, this is just one of those situations, you know, and I know the enemy has, oh, drives me nuts with my weight, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm working on it. But, um I'm always working on it, but yeah, this, this one particular person, um, was, they were in the hospital yep. and a group of us ladies decided we were going to go visit her. They, and they invited me, actually a group of ladies was going to go visit her and they invited me, um, because she was one of those mean people. And I, Kind of tried to steer from her.
0: Nobody wanted to go visit her alone. Well,
1: exactly. You never wanted to get alone with her because she was so mean. Mm -hmm. But they all wanted to go and encourage her, and they asked me to go. So I went. I'm the pastor's wife, and that's what you do. You go. I had bodyguards. So I thought, I'm good. I'm good. You know? So we get in there, and you know, they were like, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, the ladies were trying to talk to her and she was like half awake, half asleep. And she finally wakes up and they said, hey, look who's here to visit you, the pastor's wife. And I'm not kidding you, she sat right up in bed. She looked at me and she just stares at me for a few minutes and she goes, yeah, she's still fat. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my word. That was one of those moments where I'm standing there with my mouth hanging halfway Mm -hmm. open and I'm going, what in the world? Why, why would you say that to somebody? Yeah. You know, and it's just stuff like that. Or I've had people say, you know, that I dress like a teeny bopper or I wear too much makeup. And I am so cautious of that. I am.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's interesting too, though, is, is that, you know, that out in, in the world, you walk through Walmart, and you know if you're if 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 people are hanging with each other, they may make a comment about somebody that they see. Oh, look at that person wearing that clothes or that makeup or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But they would never walk up to that right. person and say that to right. them, right? Right. But yet somehow they feel like, well, you're the pastor's wife. Yeah, I can Yeah, you this. need to
1: know you wear too much makeup. Yeah, I just. You know. need to know you dress like a teeny bopper. Yeah. Bird. You need to know you're too fat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> know those well I never dreamed that I was dressed like a dress like a teeny bopper or wore too much makeup but yeah. I know the other things <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, need God anyone to tell me about that
0: well I, I know that you know that's that's uh that's one of the stories that that we've experienced and 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 I think you know some of the other ones that that really kind of get you is the ones who um, the, the situations where it's either left anonymous or they have left a note
1: Mm, to say the, they're disgruntled the or whatever,
0: and they're gone. It's like yeah. they, they dropped the bomb off and they've left church. Yeah. And you're like, you didn't see it coming. You didn't see, you know, I always called it like you you were just blindsided, yeah. right? Uh, I'll give you, of course, you remember the story about share with the people. Uh, we had a situation and um, uh, it was it was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, it was the day before Christmas Eve. I'm sorry, it was 23rd. And... I, um, Isn't
1: it funny how you remember the days? Yeah, I do.
0: And because uh, we were having a Christmas Eve service,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I knew it was the day before, and we, I, I go to my office, open my door, and there's a letter laying on the floor. Somebody had slid a letter under my door. Now, I, I'm just going to tell you, I've I've had a little bit of PTSD, uh, and, and not all letters that are slid under a pastor's door are bad letters. Mm-hmm. Um, but the majority are, you know, <laughs> if
1: someone's leaving you something that they don't want to, yeah, you know, face to face, face to face, yeah. and I, and I
0: had this letter left under my door, and it was it was uh, it was a resignation of, of one of my leaders, and and their spouse, and and was told that they were leaving the church, and I was like,
1: holy cow, and then they avoided us, just wouldn't would wouldn't even...
0: return phone
1: calls, yeah. wouldn't
0: do anything. And um, and that's how it's been left.
1: Yeah. All these years. All these years we've and, never and, spoken to him. Yeah, and, and since and it and wasn't about it wasn't us that we didn't want to. We tried.
0: Right. And so you have situations like that. Um, of course, you know, sharing about the the, the the person who come into my office and 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 then you know, social media, where social media seems to make or cause people to feel a little bit more brazen and mm-hmm. bold. Yeah. But, but, you know, um, there have been, um, I've heard even stories just here recently of a pastor receiving an anonymous email. I don't know how you can do that, but they yeah. did it. An anonymous email. And, and Shelly, the things that that pastor was criticized about, mm-hmm. about having, uh, about being overweight, mm-hmm. about being, uh, uh, having too many cars, owning too many cars, and about all this other stuff. And and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you don't have the decency or enough Christ likeness in you to go and talk mm-hmm. to someone with a disagree that you may have a disagreement about. You you feel like the only avenue that you can do is to leave an anonymous email.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I'm I, it. Doesn't fouls me. I'm stuff sorry. like that. I'm
1: just gonna call it what it is. That's being a coward. Yeah. You know, you really, if you have a really bad situation that you need to handle, you need to go face to face. Right. And take somebody with you. Yeah. If, if you he... are still, if you don't feel exactly. comfortable with it. Take exactly. Take somebody with you. I,
0: I always, when I'm going to have to have a hard conversation with somebody, uh, I always have, I want somebody else in there with me. Yeah. I, I really do. I want somebody else in there with me. So, um, yeah. you know, with that said, um, I think we, we have, um, uh, you know, we have this time right now. Uh, that we're living in, I will tell you, uh, as I said earlier, that I have also, though, met some of the nicest people and some of the most godly people uh, within the churches that we have pastored. Um, Not all of our circumstances have been bad. Um, We have dealt with uh, situations, but growing and learning uh, through those things uh, has made us help make us a better person. But most importantly also, uh, not most importantly, but also um, a better pastor. I, yeah. th- I think we become a better pastor well, because it's of this
1: helped us to learn how to handle situations and yeah. you know and I believe that's again that's why we're doing this podcast so we can try to connect yeah. with our congregation. you know we always 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 have an open door. Yep. you know we always want to talk face to face with people, especially if they're having a difficult time, you know whether it's with us. Or with something else. Right. You know, we truly, truly want to connect with our people, even during difficult times. Yep. You know, we can't work through things. The enemy gets too much of a foothold yeah. if you let it go unsettled.
0: Let me just maybe close with a couple of thoughts here on this whole episode with, which is dealing with, and 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 uh, I don't know what we'll name, we'll title this episode yet. We, we might call it, you know, I see she's still fat. You oh, think that's dear. a big Here
1: he goes, titling so things. i just y'all know he can't title I know, anything. I know I'm terrible at
0: titling. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I, I think a couple of things. One is um, is this um, we we are people too.
1: Yeah.
0: In the ministry, we are people too. We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. We are going to uh, probably, uh, and I tell people my congregations this all the time. I will let you down at some point in sure, my ministry we're here. Human. I won't do it intentionally, but I'm probably going to let you down. Um, I will. And it's like I said not intentional.
1: And we can't I, do everything. We can't.
0: We just can't. We can't
1: be everywhere. Right. You know, right. and it's really hard when you pastor a right. significant large, you know, it's we're not huge, but you know, we got a lot of people.
0: Well, it's never. It was never supposed to be that way. Mm-mm. It really wasn't. A pastor is not to be the sole lone ranger kind of out there. It's it's a collective ministry dynamic, and what really the pastors to do is to train leaders, right? Yeah. Is that, raise up leaders. Right. So I would say that. I would say that. You know, um, uh, th- that's one thing. I'd say the second thing is, is that, um, we, um, we, we love ministry.
1: We do. Which yeah. means
0: what we love is the people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so... When, I think that's when, why this
1: pandemic has been so hard on it us. It has.
0: Been, it's been very hard on us.
1: Because we miss our people.
0: I, so I would say this. If things start arising in your th- mind, that maybe the enemy is trying to get you to think away or say something or do something or think something negative about your pastor, just just know this, at least from my perspective of who we are, we love you. Mm-hmm. We're we're in love with you. Right. Uh, I want to I want to be there as your kids grow old, and I want to be a part of your family. I want to be, uh, you know, uh, a, a cheerleader for you. I want to be an encourager of your your marriage. I want to be those things. So, so, so I guess what I'm saying is think the best of us. Right. Make that your first thought about us before it's the, you know, instead of being the last thought about us. Um, so I would say that. And I guess the other thing would be is this. Um, if, if you really um, are, are, maybe maybe you're having a hard time with, maybe it's a new pastor that's come in to your church. Maybe maybe it's a pastor that, that's caused some hurts in the past. Can, can I just, maybe Shelly and I can encourage you tonight to just reach out to them. Um, go, go sit down and have some coffee with them or, or whatever. Um, and Spend
1: some time spend with some them. Spend some
0: time with them. Yeah, uh, spend some time with them outside of the arena of the church, right, right. and 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 just kind of open your heart up to them. And I'm telling you, over time, they may not do it right away as a pastor, but over time, once they start seeing your heart and yeah. opening your heart up, they'll open their heart up as well. So, so I think you know those kind of things are are, are, are good. Um, maybe Shelly, it's something that you can encourage our listeners. The the congregants maybe uh, some of the some of the ladies or men it doesn't matter maybe what you what can you encourage them to to do in regards to this pastor relationship with them and and the hurts.
1: Well, you know, as far as as women go, I think we have a tendency to hold grudges sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and you know if you had a past situation where whether it was with your pastor's wife or even just somebody in the church or whatever, yeah. um, you know, try to mend that, you know, even if it was your fault or it wasn't your fault, either way, try to mend that, Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, n- it's not good for that to settle in your heart right. because it will harden your heart. Mm-hmm. It'll cause you to have PTSD Yep. If, you know, it will. I mean, and we've even said that here. Would, there's a couple situations that we still have a tendency to have a little PTSD over, you know, and we have to fight, call it out fight and through. fight it through. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, recognize who the enemy is yeah. here. It's Amen. not that person. It's the enemy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's kind of funny. My devotions this morning um, was out of uh, 1 Thessalonians um, two eight, and this is what it says. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. Mm -hmm. And that's Paul writing to the church. Yeah, that's That's us us. as ministry. You have become so desirous, affectionately desirous. We desire. Mm truly, truly to have a relationship with you. You know, you become our family. You become my sisters.
0: And you know, that's, I want to believe that that's all good pastors and their spouses.
1: Yeah. God doesn't call you without giving you a heart that desires people, that desires a relationship. Mm -hmm. It might do it in different ways, you know, everybody yeah. does it in different ways. I mean, I know a pastor's wife and her husband that they don't go. They don't like to eat, eat out. They don't like to eat out. They don't like to. They don't like food, period. I mean, they just like it's just a skimp thing for them. You know, They just get by with it. And I'm like, how do you entertain without food? <laughs> that's so important. And, you know, that's <laughs> why it's, we're not going to go we're there. We're digressing. Yes, yeah. Let's move on there. <laughs> so um, but I don't know how. That's, that's, but pastor's wives and pastor's families, they, some, some do it totally different Mm -hmm. than others, you know, but honestly, I cannot fathom God not giving you a desire in your heart to connect with your people. It's right there in scripture, affectionately desirous of you, you know, because you become very dear to us and you are very dear to Mm -hmm. us. The whole church becomes very dear to us. And um, that's just my encouragement today.
0: Well I, I hope that what you grab from this is if, if if you if you attend our church or if you attend another church and and of course you, I'm assuming you have a pastor um, well I hope I hope you know I, I I hope that what we're doing is we're speaking on behalf of that pastor uh, and their family to you. Uh, we, we want you to go and just love on them and encourage them and uh, and, and just join with them in the ministry of what God's wanting to do uh, together. Um, but I, I will say that um, I hope what this has done is this is going to help you in your relationship uh, between pastor and congregants and congregants and pastors, mm-hmm, that that they see each other differently uh, and more respectfully and lovingly. And, uh, and maybe some of these things that we shared with you today uh, are things that, you know what, you might have uh, thought about doing, and you now know that you probably shouldn't do that. Or you're thinking of some things that maybe you could do to, to uh, you know, maybe help mend a relationship, uh, and you're going to go do that. So we encourage you. Listen, we'd love to hear from you. Um, shout out to us. Go, go on our, our Facebook page, Just Being Real, uh, Pastor's Family Perspective. It's a Facebook page that we have. Uh, follow us and uh, shout out to us. We'd love to hear from you Some of some stories that maybe you have that you would like to share with us. But, uh, man, this has been good, hasn't it, Shelley?
1: Yeah, it has. It oh. really has.
0: I love doing this with you. This is fun.
1: I love sharing our hearts with our people. Amen. You're, the people.
0: And you are pretty to look at while I sit here and talk. <laughs> <So>. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, we love you. God bless. And until we see you again, take care. Bye.